0: Yo, guys.
1: Yo, how's it going, Bacon?
0: Good, yeah, Hey.
1: Hey. Okay, um, I think we can wait on, see if there's anyone else joining, we can wait on them. Um, okay. Yeah, anyway, should we get Kraken? Um, yeah. Uh, Paven, do you want to maybe open up with a quick intro about yourself, and we can uh, yeah go from there.
2: Sure. Yeah. So I am on the Oni Squad team. Uh, we are a gaming metaverse company. We launched a collection uh, called Oni Squad, and it was a free mint and uh we we got to number 1 in trading an hourly trading volume on opensea when we launched uh it's died down a little bit since then but um uh, we also launched a game uh the game is a customize your own nft game and it was a gaming event it happened over 1 month and players Went on missions, earned tokens, and they purchased attributes and upgraded their own mansions, mansion entities. And today we are doing the mint for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice.
2: And uh, yeah, so uh, the mint, the mint is actually quite interesting. Can talk to you guys about that. Um, my background: I used to work at Consensus as a blockchain architect. And before that, I, I was a CTO of an ed tech company and we got acquired in 2019, um, for, for $750 million. Uh, it was, it was just a wild ride. Just, uh, we did exactly the right things at the right time.
0: That's a pretty big, uh, and, pretty big uh, exit
2: congrats
0: on that yeah yeah it was, it
2: was, it was amazing <laughs> it was amazing it's it's funny though because like um uh the pandemic happened like right after the exit and it actually could have been much bigger it could have been much bigger because yeah. the pandemic accelerated so many things uh, but obviously no one could predict the pandemic so um
1: yeah exactly
2: uh i would have probably went on i, I would have probably traveled a bit <laughs> mm-hmm. If I knew the pandemic was coming. Um Yeah, so that's that's me in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for the intro there. Um so I guess uh you, your background is in um ed tech, obviously blockchain uh you know development and and your solutions architect, which is like super cool. Um um I guess also, you must be pretty interested in GameFi and NFT space, right? So we can maybe uh, get your feedback on some of the things we might be interested in. Um, but yeah, so these calls are usually just um, kind of side chat style where we uh, bring on the guests and then uh, try to learn about anything you think is, is super unique um, about like your experience or, or, Things that uh, other people don't know about that might be alpha, uh, and then we'll also share some of the stuff we just uh, learned about, like uh, this week, pretty much super new stuff. And then um, get your thoughts on it, see if um, you know it could be interesting to their audience as well. Um, sure. Yeah.
2: Totally. Yes. Yeah, so something something we're doing uh, interesting for. For this, for this mint, uh, it's, it's not a public mint. Only the players that played the game can mint. So um, unfor- unfortunate that not everyone can participate. But something we did was uh, there's something called uh, uh, is approved for all. Yeah. It's like, a, uh, and you can actually set OpenSea's proxy contract in it. And by doing so, people don't have to pay any approval fee on OpenSea. And you know there are a number of great NFT collections that do this, crypto covens. Uh, my wife has a crypto coven. Um, uh, uh, Ferry, um, our marketing director, um, has a crypto coven. My co-founder, Jason, has a crypto coven. Uh, great, great projects. Uh, they were, they were probably one of the f- first few projects that I, I saw that were doing this. Um, but then, but then there are other projects that take it to to another level. Um, so there's Cool Cats, and there's also another project called Nuclear Nerds, and what they do is is um, uh, they. They allow multiple contract, multiple proxy contracts to be put in. So they're planning for the future, not just OpenSea, but for Coinbase Marketplace, for Kraken Marketplace, for future games. Um, so you won't, pe- people who own this NFT, they won't need to pay an approval fee uh, to interact with other contracts. And so, I think those projects are really cool just from the tech
0: side wait uh, so, so that last part uh with the nerves i didn't understand that so how do, how does that work um where they don't have to to pay gas for any interaction with any? oh not not
2: not 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 any interaction it's just uh when you list on OpenSea,
0: right so like, yeah so you just like pre-approved <laughs> all, the entire collection in for, exactly. For everyone, you pre-approved that uh, entire Ford collection. OpenSea contract.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But okay. but they but they built it so you can add different contracts, not just the open C proxy contract.
0: Right. Okay. Right. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. So we did the same thing for 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 this management. Um, but we actually created something called ERC721A Tradable. Okay. Uh and so it's a complete NFT contract, but it's it's built with royalty information inside of it, and also it's built to um, to uh, uh, make to remove any approval fees for any any contract in the future.
0: So we expect we essentially extended years. Right. To so uh, kind of uh, mm-hmm. a min level you can. Is approval off if you want to make a gasless for uh, other um, when it interacts with other contracts later.
2: Exactly, and I, I think all projects should be doing this because, I mean, no one wants to pay for an approval fee. And also, you know, when Coinbase Marketplace and Kraken Marketplace come out, like there, there's probably going to be an approval. They they have to have an approval fee, right? Mm-hmm. um and unless your contract's built to take in an extra pop proxy contract uh your users are going to be stuck paying an approval fee when they list on coinbase or when they list on kraken um so i i'm really excited that we're, we're able to make this contribution to the community and we'll, we'll have a tweet. we'll have a tweet about this we'll have like a um, a medium article about this. Um,
0: yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think it's a. Uh, some people will not like it, but obviously for most people, they wouldn't be, you know, in the case that some contract is, you know, faulty, your team will probably respond faster than 99% of the actual like individual oh programs. yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: for sure yeah so we also made it so you can turn off one of the proxy contracts right or, or remove them right so there's a, there are functions that you can you can run to like be like oh this contract is not allowed anymore in case the OpenSea contract ever gets compromised right or any contract gets c- compromised that you've um al- allowed as a contract owner
0: yeah i i like that there's definitely pretty pretty good use case for like um more retail facing kind of nft trader platforms like like on coinbase it makes so much sense like someone trading on a mobile app is not gonna understand what the approval is and will never revoke the approval so you might as well do this it's probably in their best interest for security as well um yeah that's cool thanks for that i didn't i didn't i've heard of this um this interface i guess but not i i didn't think it would be used this way but that's pretty cool um yeah you
2: know it's it's like all these little things that add up um we even removed uh like there's there's a it's, it's silly but like if you use a greater than less than sign um that costs more gas than just a greater than sign <laughs> mm. so yep. you know those kind of those kinds of little things they add up um i guess i mean it's not that much of a difference but it's like i think it was like 30 cents right um that you save Depending on what way, what what the gas cost is, but thirty cents times like lifetime transactions, you know. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, so.
1: that's what... up. <laughs> that's funny though. Just the the sign, uh, just the amount of difference in gas, and it's pretty uh,
0: interesting. Cool. Um, so. I think that's, that's actually awful. I don't know how people can use it, I, I think this is something we could recommend to other collections that we work with, actually. I think it's, it's a cool idea. Um, looking forward to that article and the breakdown. Um, but uh, yeah, Luke, do we have any, uh, anything that you're looking at for this week? Uh,
1: yeah, I guess there's one interesting uh, narrative um I guess elaborating a little bit on the the solidity, solidity narrative is like it kind of lasted a little bit longer than like the rotations that we saw in like November and like early December. Yeah. So, it kind of makes me think that like some people are a little bit more uh risk on um than we were like in January. Um and then, yeah, that being said, I think the, the strongest narrative that I see right now is uh, bridging narrative. So, like, the bridging narrative is kind of, like, coming back a bit. Um, I'm personally not going to be playing this at all, because, like, I'm kind of, I don't really know the best way to play the bridging narrative, and I don't know what's, um, yeah, why it's really popping off, so... I've kind of stayed out of it. Like what kind of? Business? Do you think it's because of
2: the custom? Do you think it's because of the customization projects? Uh,
1: I don't know why. Uh, I have no idea why. Uh, I've seen it from a couple people though, so it could just be uh, a little bit of an echo chamber, I guess. But. Um, Wait,
0: what, yeah, what, what does you I mean don't... by customization aspect?
2: Uh... Oh, yeah. So there are there are a number of projects. Like, um, I was just looking at one um, the other day. My co-founder sent me, my co-founder, Jason, sent me this. Let me take a look. I'm scrolling through <laughs> my posts. Yeah. Um, Where is it? Thanks for being patient. No
0: worries. Yeah, we're just. I let's see. I don't know where you guys are seeing this British narrative, but I have not. (laughs) Um,
1: I think it's still a little bit early on
0: in it. I guess I I haven't scrolled on Twitter enough for the past week. (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah. i'll try to get you some links i i dropped uh i think i dropped a bridge um some sort of bridge project in the intern chat last night okay oh that was the one okay i don't think i was go ahead i
2: I just i just found it it's called um eth eternal elves like eternal elves, but instead instead of it eternal, it's eternal. Okay. Elves. Uh, yeah. So they have like a a project. They have a bridge, they have a project with uh, like a polygon bridge. Right. Um, and while your elves are on polygon, there's there are ways for you to like customize them. And and yeah, so that that was really interesting. I will I will, link, Wait. I will link to them.
0: Yeah, I, I found this. So they launched l L2 solution. No need to switch between ETH or Polygon. You stay on ETH network. Uh all assets and tokens stay on ETH, but there's a gasless solution.
2: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what, what they, they what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, because like if you bridged br- bridging is pretty expensive, like there's no, there's no way to get around that. Like bridging is, it has to be expensive. Um, of course there are like, there are things you can do after that. You could have like, uh, you could have like a signature verification system. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually that's used for white lists. I mean, for like allow lists and mint lists, yeah. Um, But you could modify that to allow for a lot of gasless transactions. I mean, they would be transactions, though. You would just be signing with your private key each time.
0: Yeah, and they still have to move the assets around if they really have to, maybe in batches every day or something, or just just modify the contract so they can um yeah i don't know how that will work okay i i joined their discord i want to see like um if they're actually doing anything because it could just be that they have a somewhat centralized service that takes your nft from eth and uh give you some temporary version on Polygon? I'm, I'm not sure.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, they could they could be doing that with, like, a hot wallet, right? They could... They could just be covering the costs. That's one way of doing it.
0: Yeah, but they said all two, so it can't just be a centralized bridge. That doesn't make much sense. Uh... Okay, we'll have to look into this. I, I think NFT... So... Um so far like the best NFTs are still on Yeath, right? But a lot of these have earning and other interactions now. Uh, quite a lot of them. And they're all trying to figure out how they you know, where they go and, and ZK still a ways out. So um yeah, if there's anyone that can figure out like decently trustless solution, that'd be cool. Um right now a lot, a lot of games are being built a lot of money being raised uh with youth nfts but no matter how good your game is when it's like 100 bucks per you know move nobody's gonna play it so um, <laughs>
2: yeah totally yeah. i mean we we for for our game our oni mansion game mm-hmm. we made an oracle um so we we update it like once a day or on-demand, um, too. Uh, so we get, we get ownership information from Ethereum and Polygon, and we put it in, into our contract. Oh, I see, okay. And that's how we um, allow people to play the game without bridging. Um, and your I, game I, uh, is almost launching? Mm-hmm, uh, so our game was on Polygon. Right. Um, but... Uh, we actually moved it to Polygon Mumbai <laughs> uh, when the Polygon gas costs were really high. Right. Uh, and it's kind of funny because it's a testnet, right? Yeah. But um, the reason why we did it was because we realized like uh, the final the final mint can happen on Ethereum. And because the final mint will happen on Ethereum, it actually doesn't matter. That were on polygon uh the one the one thing we lost is that the community can't make liquidity pools for the token and uh we had sales from the loot boxes that we had to turn off and refund um that was the one thing but uh the benefit was that the users can play the game without paying lots of gas but um I think so I, I'm in a I'm in a telegram group with Chainlink right now. Yeah. And and uh one of my good friends, Ben, he's like SV, SVP of engineering over at Chainlink. Um and uh w- the conversation's more like I'm hoping I'm hoping Chainlink just makes an Oracle to solve all these problems. For us.
0: I see. Uh, I, I see what that would look like. Yeah, that that would be cool. So you can build whatever game logic on any cheap chain that Chainlink supports. And then Chainlink has a dedicated Oracle that decently decentralized and, and pings uh, Ethereum mainnet for NFT information um, based on whatever contract you want. That, that, that'd be cool. Um, they, exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. They must be already doing something like that because I, I know they have a bridge kind of solution um, that's some, like the bridge and, and some of those um, projects have been building on for half a year now, I think. Uh, so they probably now are... Um, getting other chains information and and uh sending it to another chain so this shouldn't be like just uh, this... yeah if there's a company that can do it it would be
2: Chainlink, right like we were doing it but uh i would not like i would not want to support this oracle yeah. on my own again it's just it's a lot of work and making sure it's running constantly making sure it's secure, uh, is just like, it's a business in itself, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just, there's a reason why like companies use other people's bridges and use other people's oracles. It's just a lot of work. The infrastructure, it's just so much to maintain and make it's, it's weird, right? You could be like, you could be a con you could create a company in web three, or you could create like, um, A road or like a bridge or like a building like there's like there's like infrastructure to build in web three and that's like meaningful work and it's hard work it's not a it's 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 a business in itself but it's almost like open source development right it's all
0: important I would love to see this actually before like really trustless bridge. That's very, uh, that's general purpose. I think like token bridging is decently okay now. And, um, you can trust like whatever the foundation runs to be pretty secure. And then, but NFTs specifically when NFT lives on ETH, there's a big need. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone, uh, Yeah, a lot of people could, a lot of teams could benefit from something like this. Um,
2: Yeah, it's a huge undertaking for any one project to do this on their own. Um, Like our our Oracle only supported um, the collections that were allowed to play our game. So Onis and... um, Oni's on Ethereum and our our Baby Spirits collection on Polygon. Also like Lazy Lions, uh, Curie's Addies Trading Club, uh, Jungle Freaks. Those are the collections that we supported in our Oracle. We didn't support every single NFT collection. That would have been massive. And making sure it's uh, constantly running and uh, it's perfect per... For every block, that's like so hard. I would say that's harder than running a pricing oracle, like much, much harder. There's so much data.
0: Yeah, Uh, I found there um, the Ether Elves. l2 overview uh, i can share this with you it's in their discord if you're interested um uh, it's it is a little bit interesting it's um yeah it's kind of your your nft is held in a um proxy sorry not proxy uh, custody contract on ethereum and then um yeah, basically a, a somewhat trustless um, bridge where you deposit your Ease NFT into a contract and then it shows up in your Polygon um, game state. And then uh, I wonder like, if you can give a trustless way for you to take it back. Um, it's kind of cool, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't think. Most teams will do something custom like this, though. Uh, so that's a big undertaking. Yeah, we, yeah, need, we need a general solution. Deeper.
2: I have to dive deeper into exactly what Eternal Elves did. Um, yeah, it still kind of confuses me, honestly. When I <laughs> when I read that white paper, I just need to like dive because, like, when I, when I read it, I'm trying to imagine like how I would like architect it and code it and just can't can't see it exactly so uh need to need to dive deeper into it
0: oh there's a state update as well when you 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 do stuff with the nft on polygon and then there's a dna just transfer back to your sentinel nft with updated metadata what that's
2: yeah, to me it just sounds like there's gotta be some gas costs here somewhere.
0: They like could, where, yeah, where why mean, would
2: it how would it be like gasless? Doesn't make any sense to me. Especially with the bridge. Like just bridging bridging anything's expensive. Just bridging like a token, like an ERC twenty token. Yeah. Is expensive, let alone like an ERC seven twenty one. That's it's gotta be more expensive. It's more data.
0: Good direction though. I, I, I like Counter. But but doing it's very this. cool though. Yeah,
2: very cool what they're doing. Um, I I also joined Developer DAO <laughs> recently. Um, by buying one of their NFTs. Um, mm. and uh, I, I don't know. Is anyone here in Developer DAO?
0: Nope, I've never even heard of that. It is what. It's part of uh... no, I haven't. no. What is this? <laughs> nope.
2: Yeah. So to me, um, I wish, I wish it was better. Uh, for buying for buying an NFT and joining it, I started asking a few questions about like architecture, um, and my messages just got lost in it, and. I just felt like i was part of even like it just felt like a free discord you know like there are free discords out there right where you could just go in you can message and maybe someone will email your post your question but it's gonna get lost that's what happened with my with my comments and you know it's not like i just posted once like i posted a few times like i tagged the mods and i asked like hey who would be good to answer this question and then they said then they would reply back to me and say hey you should talk to this person and reach out to that person no response (laughs) so it just felt like um just like a discord with an nft you know
0: attached to it like that's what that's what it felt like kind of yeah they're there to to kind of boost the brand and be part of it but not actually like participate when you have something open and people just willingly participate, it's um, it you don't have to do anything. It's it's the the is actually good. So yeah, I I get what yeah, you I mean I, yeah.
2: I just think about my our Discord and like we have we have some great mods we have um, our marketing director and when someone posts like they get greeted like that's that's the experience we want. You know, and and uh, we make sure that there's a conversation to be had, Uh, and then we have a ticketing system.
0: Yeah, that's support. We we used to have one in uh, in the the Discord we ran. Um, It's it's kind of cool. Sometimes you get weird messages, but um, (laughs) but I think I think that's the that's
2: experience that you should be giving to your your users. Like, they should feel like they can get a response within, I don't know, a few hours or three. Like, I would say like six, six to 12 hours, right? At least around there. But it shouldn't, their messages should not get lost. That's, I would say that's a failure. Yeah, well, community. you can't
0: really do that with a fair, like, dial structure. If everyone's kind of a... Uh founder and good developer and they just joined it because oh there's developer down oh no for sure then Mm -hmm. like nobody's a support person nobody has time for that so it still has to kind of run as a company somewhat um so that kind of conflicts with a strict you know token access model Um, you do need some people to run it so yeah
2: yeah i i would say like there's royalties from the nfts and part of the part of that royalty can be used to give that kind of experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just hire a few people to do it. It's pretty much it. they can they can send a message on find the right person. Um uh, yeah, Luke, um anything you want to Wanted to bring up? Yeah.
1: Uh, I dug into the, the bridging narrative. Yeah. And uh, essentially it's predicated... The guy, um, Chi-Chi, uh, well, we'll probably try to get on have a, on the talk here soon, but he was saying that like as more L1s and L2s start to sprout up, that we're going to start seeing a different kind of... Um, like the same proxy bets that we used to see like with like avalanche and matic and bsc where like the the dexes popped off and uh certain DApps like we might see those bets slowly start to wane and like we might um as like more l1 start to pop up and that bridges and and uh uh like interoperable dApps are, are likely to capture this value and it, it, what he was saying, though, is like it, it's not necessarily the strongest narrative, uh, like with time. But he says it, it, uh, it, it likely is going to he, he was kind of saying that it's likely going to be one of the next strong narratives. And um, yeah, I kind of see his point there. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this?
0: So, like more L1s, um, more secure bridges, and more bridge teams to support them, right? Yeah, as more
1: L1s sprout up, there's going to be less bets taken on the like the ecosystem DApps, and there's going to be more bets taken on like interoperable uh, interoperability and interoperable
0: DApps. Is kind
1: of how I understood it.
0: Yeah, that's. I could see that it's just it's so tiring now to follow. Oh, I I don't know what I I think it's a it's pretty fair game that is a public market, right? <clears throat> and anyone can build on any chain. Any chain can be big, but there's like twenty EVMS, and each one has like twenty dexes. Now it's just so you know tiring, and I think. Liquidity and kind of attention is pretty scattered. Like, users are pretty scattered. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know if I like this particularly. Like, versus when we just had, you know, BSC, I think that was a better time, to be honest. Uh, because people saw, like, what was being built, um, like, new stuff being built. Now it's just, okay, like, what's this other chain? Is this even EVM? Um, okay, is this is this noise? Is this just someone pumping their own bag because this, and they have this one dap on it, or is it actually good? Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's weird, but bridges, um, bridges are, will always be needed. I, I don't think these L1s will die, right? So uh, the simple like token bridges, they're there. they're, they're so good um but more advanced bridges like the nft uh where you have nft living on a um, more decentralized chain and then your logic lives on another that's pretty needed uh, eventually ideally we have cross-chain transactions that would be amazing
1: um, i think you said something pretty interesting too or at least something that i took away from what you said was like when we have like the BSC and like only a select few chains, like there's able for like liquidity to be like concentrated. And we saw like narratives survive longer. Um, whereas like in markets where we have more chains, uh, I think there's like definitely a lot more noise, uh, than not. Yeah. And, um, I think it was ultimately a lot easier for retail to stay on a select few chains rather than bridge away. Exactly. So I think yeah. When when it came to like bridging, like of course it's a strong narrative, but like I think ultimately we need for there to be um, we need for yeah. there to be less um, helping chains, less hurt. Yes, less hurdles for retail customers to to uh, to understand and to, to ultimately hurdle. And then that's the, the most bullish scenarios, I think. So yeah. when it was users were only on Ethereum, Polygon, and BSC, that's when we had the most, um, uh, yeah, people taking the most, like, uh, that, that's when we saw the most un, uh, outrageous valuations of, like, quick swap and pancake swap and uh what other crap lending yeah. services are on there i
0: don't even think it's like um we need all, all the money on one chain like i we're okay hopping right but it's kind of taking back the experience um because now okay you have this new tech uh, before it was okay Yeath, Polygon, BSC. Um, or if you're doing super new stuff, Solana, like last year, right? Now it's, what, what is this other chain? Like, I have to figure out the bridge, and then this says EVM, and do I need a new wallet? Um, how do I get the gas token? Like, nobody will do that, aside from people that are already deep in. So it's kind of 90% of newcomers, they're not going to go beyond that. Like, BSC caught on, because... Like, it was good to retail. Yeah, it was cheap. Um, It was heavily, like, retail-friendly. It was the
1: only thing built up, practically, besides Ethereum.
0: Yeah, and then now with all these things, it's turning way more PvP. Like, it's it's so clearly PvP. Like, EVMOS, it's going to be PvP. I'm, I'm pretty sure. There's the Atom Liquidity. So the, the whole ecosystem will be big. But I don't think new retail will go figure out, oh, EVM OS Like, what? That's crazy. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, I very much agree with that sentiment.
0: Yeah, so uh. while it's cool, like, the tech should be developing in this direction for bridges, new chains, what they're doing differently. But I don't think we're onboarding more retail this way. Uh, and uh, I don't... I don't like that sense. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to what to do. Um, yeah.
1: Kind of looking at the the projects that popped off really hard last year, um, they had easier to understand narratives. So like oh, like with Spell, it was like cross-chain stable coins. With Ohm, it's decentralized uh, reserve currency. Um, with each of these projects, like they have their own narrative. And I think with... Bridging, I think it's definitely a weaker narrative. Um, but yeah, I I think ultimately for twenty for the the next cycle, I'm looking more for like simpler to understand narratives, and I think taking more concentrated bets into those. So even if it is something like Shib or Doge, uh, if it's something easier to understand, like it's probably going to pump harder. Um, this is kind of exiting. I think is hard
0: out of that. Yeah. I it's I just have a hard time look following unless I, I spent all my time hunting new stuff. Like I don't want to play these other chains. It's just because I know there's no new people aside from people that holds that chains token and is is a fan of it. Like no no other people is coming in for that. Uh, but people come in for a new dog coin and new and Kevin coin. And th- that's that that's not good tech, but there's value there, right? For onboarding new users to crypto. And I don't yeah. think it should be more and more rabbit hole. It's getting pretty tiring.
1: Kevin, the Kevin project did more volume than all of Boba network practically. You know, so it's like uh yeah so it's like the meme is powerful and like the easier to understand i think is uh, yeah something to look for uh a strong narrative in and of itself if you can spot it Yep. but yeah i think that's that's hard even with something like ohm uh yeah i think it's it's hard to to spot
2: yeah you'll get the passionate users right when when you switch to like like a very like niche L2 yeah it's the it's the passionate users right that are on it or mm-hmm. the or, or like a chain like like Terra, um, it's on L2 but they have a large number of passionate D5 people on it because they have a, such a stable they, they, they have such a great stable coin uh, with UST yeah and a strong finance network um, like I like to think of it back, back when when Netflix was around DVDs were just this new thing not everyone had a DVD player in 1997 and then then as like uh, DVD players started getting cheaper and Netflix partnered with DVD manufacturers to, include like free uh rental coupons on the dvd players at these electronic stores then they started seeing more customers um because they had that distribution um and then and then they when broadband connections got faster and browsers got better than street then they introduced streaming and then more people got to experience netflix so i think like uh, with OpenSea, right, they integrated Polygon, and that's, like, probably the main reason people choose Polygon. Yeah, right? for sure, like, yeah. That's, like, probably the only
0: reason anyone chooses Polygon. The change, um, uh, from a EVM perspective, how long they've been alive, it's really bad <laughs> um, for to use, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to develop on, I've heard. Uh, um, but... It's on OpenSea, so it's for <laughs> NFTs. It's a thousand times better than one that is not on OpenSea. There,
2: there was another. There's another L2 on OpenSea. Like I think
0: it's called Clayton. Yeah. Have you guys ever Clayton's have you an L1? Anything I think. on Clayton? Um, no. So it's an L1. Yeah, like, wow. it's an it's okay. a Korean-based L1. It's pretty old. It's mm-hmm. like older than Matic, I think. Um, they it was made by the Kakao uh, Corporation, I think. Uh, the cacao talk, the the biggest like kind of we chat of, of uh, Korea.
2: Yeah, it's powerful. yeah, wow. yeah,
0: they were integrated before polygon. But I don't know
2: anyone who's launched on we actually looked at it for a moment
0: mm. <laughs> when
2: we were deciding whether um, we should launch a collection on polygon or this other one. Um, but polygon was just easier.
0: yeah. Clayton, uh, so Garlem is is Korean, and he, um, we actually talked about Clayton a couple of weeks back. He he said, um, Cacao's just way too big a corporation. They're really not um, too focused on this. Um, it's good, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like kind of beyond their like outside their scale. They have other priorities, but, um. But OpenSea was supposed to support Tezos, and they hinted Solana with like Phantom wallet integration. Tezos has been like on the pipeline for a year now, I think. Tezos NFTs.
2: Wow. Since they've they, announced, they were supposed to be integrated. Into yeah, OpenC? I think
0: it was like April, it was definitely summer last year that they said that they announced that uh, it's going to be supported. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And what I think about that's the what IMX? Leads the
2: market. Sorry, go ahead. Uh,
1: any news on like the IMX uh, front there? Uh, with like, we're, we're, don't they have a partnership with uh, OpenSea?
0: I'm not sure if that, if that's true. I can I can look it up on Google, Twitter, but
2: yeah, that's oh, like yeah. powerful alpha, right? Like, if you knew. <laughs> What chain? What's yeah. is being integrated in first? Like all of a sudden all those NFTs are better, right? Like
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they do have um, a partnership. This was four months back, three months back. Yeah, I
1: remember you talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Uh and Secret also has a,
0: a partnership. Really? Okay secret has yeah. some nfts that unique use cases for nfts um yeah secret
1: does have some uh especially around nfts they have some pretty interesting tech yeah. where you can hide certain metadata and, and whatnot yep um
0: <laughs> yeah it's just yeah, the nft scene is is uh with these chains like Polygon is in an interesting spot because, like, some I know some artists that they also mint on Polygon um, because of how closely linked it's uh, with Ethereum. Like, they kind of um, have this perception that um, you know it's just as secure as minting on Ethereum, and eventually, you know, there will be pretty seamless bridging. Um, whereas, uh, I don't think any artist minting on Tezos is expecting that. Uh, they they're pretty much just minting very a uh, high unit count, low um, value like collections on titles. but on Polygon, some are willing to mint like multiple ETH worth. Um, so, a lot of that must come from Open Sea's support. Um, but yeah, the NFTs are still very weird stage right now. It's still very expensive. Um, Gaming is, with real on-chain stuff, is pretty unaffordable. Um, Otherwise, you can compromise on security. And, uh, yeah.
1: The amount of play-to-earn games is kind of crazy right now, I think. And then a lot of them are just kind of don't have much substance to them is what I think is even crazier. They can, they can sell tons of NFTs and then sell a token during token launch. And then it's two years until they, they have a trailer for their game. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that sense, I think, think,
2: sorry, go ahead. Oh no. Yeah. I was going to say like, it's important. It's important in this space to, to launch quickly because things things change so fast right and 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 if you're if you're developing for for a year that's that's forever that's a really long time in this space everything can change
1: yeah um yeah agreed um anyways just moving on real quick um they uh AVAC should be launching their subnet, uh GameFi subnet. Um I think it was this week uh was the plan or next week. Uh is the main was gas. the
0: Swimmer Network. Uh n-
1: I was about to say no. I don't know. The one by um, Kravata the- right? Yes. Yeah, yes, Swimmer one by Kravata Yeah. Okay, I didn't know the exact name <laughs> of it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's going to use uh, TUS, yep. which is the uh, uh token as the gas to- token, which is ultimately what we should have saw with like Axie. But um, yeah, we're seeing more games kind of try to bring utility to their uh, inflationary token. Um, yeah, I think we talked a little bit about this last time, or just GameFi last week yeah. or Tuesday. Okay. Um, yeah, let's maybe just skip that then. I, th- I think we're going to see more games come over to the Kravata subnet, uh, swimmer net or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be... Trying to play over there. Uh, Testnet is tomorrow. Yeah, could be. Testnet is tomorrow. Yeah, perfect.
0: Trying oh, to get very- in
1: some airdrops tomorrow then.
2: Yeah, I use this thing called Rubik. Have you guys tried
0: it? Uh, I've Rubik dot exchange. Of it. Yeah, I've so it, it'll, it bridge, it'll bridge.
2: It'll um, bridge. Like you could trade ether to. Um, uh, a currency. Oh, smart routing. On AVAX. Right. Yeah, like a uh, wrap
0: one inch with multi chain.
2: Exactly. Uh, it'll like bridge and exchange all in one go, yeah. and it was surprisingly cheap. I was very impressed how cheap it was. And then there's this other thing you can use called uh, Trader Joe. Yeah. And Trader Joe will get you uh, the that currency for Krabata
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is... east
0: out landscape. I don't know if you guys feel this, but it's just so. Like I just wonder who's gonna play on Swimmer Network <laughs> that's not, in deep in Avax, deep in Kravata, like, and how PvP. If we go on Swimmer Network and develop more stuff, like, what's going on? <laughs> like, who are we? Who's the exit liquidity here? Uh, it's just been, it's it's so many things that uh, it's kind of getting out of hand. Like, how do I even show someone this? Like, onboard them. I, I... <laughs> yeah, it's true,
2: right? <laughs> like, like come up with the to do list for this. Like, right? Like you'd have to like walk them through it step by step. Yeah, <laughs> on a call with screen share, right? That's and then explain to them why they're doing it every moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like smart money can find their way in, but it, there's no exit liquidity. Um, there's no room for retail to, to come in and to, to buy the bags.
0: Like By the time this gets legit enough to for them to access it, maybe on Binance, it, the narrative's already over. Yeah. <laughs> They'll already... they never have a chance to get it.
1: Yeah, smart money smart money's already trying to get their money's worth and like already well.
0: moved on, pretty much. It doesn't it's not gonna yeah. last like six months for it to list on Binance. So none of these will get a list on Binance. I, I don't know, it's just it's a very weird kind of stage, I think. Um, like if I know something is happening on AVAX subnet, I'd rather just buy more AVAX now. <laughs> uh that's
2: pretty funny because that was the 2017 2018 strategy right like don't invest in any of the dApps invest in just uh the networks and then also buy the nfts right like (laughs) but don't buy any erc20 tokens ever that was 2017 2018 and then the narrative changed in 2020 2019 ish right like with DeFi,
0: yeah because and... at that point it was still pretty limited and there were people that were still getting on board just regularly pretty pretty new users getting on board to DeFi. now it's kind of impossible uh like these mechanics and that we read it's just it's out of hand like okay so there's tomb narrative right where that was like four months ago uh, when it was really the alpha time to get it in. And then like kind of ended a month ago. There are some like Tomb Forks now. But I was talking to some stablecoin teams. They were doing algo stables. They never heard of tomb even. And this thing has already been over. And they work on algo stables. So I, I don't know. It's getting to a pretty weird stage with these narratives. Um, I was pretty shocked that they didn't know what tomb was. And these guys, literally, build all the stables. Um, maybe that's just them being bad, but I don't know. I I think we might be living in a kind of vacuum here. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's the it's way paid uh, PvP than it was yeah. last year this time. Um, are you guys jumping in on the Ty Lopez NFTs? What? Oh He's back. Yeah, I've, I've already minted 10. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, no. Yeah, you can get the original Garage uh, NFTs and whatnot. But anyways, I don't want to hold the shit all the time. Um, have you guys seen much on the anti-metamask uh, sentiment?
0: Yeah. MetaMas banning uh Iranians. Venezuela? Yeah. Oh Venezuela too. It was like...
1: Yeah, I didn't even hear about the Iranians. Um, yeah, so Oh
0: yeah, no, it was open sea banned Iranians. MetaMask banned Venezuela. So there was this uh... Oh wow, yeah. why did they why did
2: they ban um, I... Venezuelans? That's pretty nuts. What the hell?
0: Yeah.
1: I have a link and I can share it with you, but um,
2: they're yeah, also banning is... Iranian um, IP addresses. Yeah, it's a very centralized move. That's such a centralized move.
0: Yeah, on OpenSea's front, definitely. It's they're technically just supposed to be decentralized infrastructure at this point for NFTs. I, I just
2: I just read MetaMask is doing it too. Wow, to Iranian IP addresses. I mean, generally, when you start a U.S. company, you have to you have to certify that you will not work with or hire anyone from ver- from certain regions right. of the world. Um, it is unfortunate uh, because you know, like, I, I mean, there are there are good people everywhere, right? So, uh, but. But yeah, I can see maybe that's that's what's playing into this. Uh, Yeah, I was I was hoping MetaMask would just remain this decentralized service open source and and for the world, you know, Um, but I think that opens up room for someone to just like uh, clone MetaMask maybe
1: well xdefi hasn't pumped at all
0: yeah there's (laughs) Um, a handful of wallets i i gave them all a try um like last month uh because the metamask integration with ledger and trezor both broke um um, they aren't as good as metamask right now um for the flexibility like most of them don't support custom chains uh yeah it's metamask is still pretty good but it that's just because metamask is the only one um, i think it, it could be so much better i uh, yeah
1: Like, is it not comparable to like Coin98 at all? Like, I feel like Coin98 is sort of has the same problems, but like it has more to offer than MetaMask. Or like it has not the same problems, but just a different set of problems. Like, it maybe not as, uh, like, the user experience probably isn't as smooth as MetaMask, but um, like, I think it just offers more. From a user POV, uh,
0: I haven't tried to point any to that front to say, but um, yeah, these getting some weird vibes on on the, the, these moves, especially by MetaMask and by um the OpenSea. It's playing into more the Web3, Web3, not the Crypto Web3. Yeah, and uh, like MetaMask ideally should be one place that is on their mobile app or browser whatever. You go into it and they should be the one that has all the chains, right? Whatever new one, like Aurora, Fuse, whatever. And then all the dApps, And um, so I can I can show someone like that's way more valuable to to bring like um to 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 bring eyes on you know new ecosystems and what's being built and and uh, but right now there's just none of that and I don't know why they're not the default bridge already not the default swap. Not the default place to show all the chains. Um, what are they doing? <laughs> like I don't know. Um,
2: yeah. So like when I, when I was working at Consensus on, yeah. um, uh, it Consensus was like one of the first companies to act as a DAO. So when you join Consensus, right? Uh, in I think it was like pre, I would say pre pre 2019.
0: Okay.
2: Um, you can do whatever you want. Like if you joined Amazon, you're working like 60 hours a week or something. Right. And, but if you join consensus, you can do whatever you want. If you want to, you could just like never go to a meeting ever. Interesting. Um, okay. it, yeah. Yeah. So it kind of nuts. Right. But, uh which sounds like a terrible way to run a company but that's how all DAOs are, are run right like you could do whatever you want in a DAO. um so metamask was born out of it and furo was born out of it in this experiment and so because because it kind of started out with this culture of, of a DAO where everyone's kind of like an owner uh, there are no managers uh, things are freeform. That's probably why MetaMask is the way MetaMask is. It, it's incredible for what it is, right? Um, I think Dan Finlay is, in, is a great engineer, great leader. Um, but, you know, it's it's definitely more freeform. Uh, I mean, personally, I think Rainbow Wallet is is amazing. I think Argent is a great wallet, Trust Wallet. Um, is also really good. Yep. Um, but those are more companies, right? Like, those are companies. They're organized. They're like looking at the data and and figuring out what the next moves are. And like Coinbase Wallet, they have what you say, right? They have like an app marketplace.
0: Yeah. It's just this. This like so this fragmented like seen now in crypto like the reason why we see so many people you, you know there's a solana crowd who only focus on solana do they just not believe other chains no like they they like they must like ethereum and uvm stack and so many things but the thing that's happening is just unless you're a super new small player and at the same time super active you will be jumping into new technologies but otherwise, like, it's probably within ecosystems now. Like, for us, like, okay, we we like, you know, Harmony because we're pretty connected. We like Secret. There's a couple other ones. The alpha for us would not be, okay, discovering what's cool being built on another chain because even if we think it's cool, we can spend all our time to push it out. Just because of how, friction, how much friction there is and how much noise there is in the scene, it won't be worth it. Versus like if we just, okay, we have huge Harmony back and we build all the Harmony ecosystem. Like that's probably not as useful for innovation. But for a money standpoint, that's probably easier, for like more worthy for our time. So I think that's what we're seeing. And I don't, I don't like that at all. Like I think it should be it, the time when everyone was just, okay, you're building on Yeast if you're building some very decentralized, secure thing. If you want cheap gas, you go on BSC, that's it. Like, that was a good mix still, where new stuff is getting seen by everyone. Now it's, you know, AVAX stuff is getting seen by AVAX people. Solana stuff is getting seen by Solana people. And they each grow their own ecosystem when that grows. But there's pretty little crossover. If you're trying to do both, like... Um, doesn't make much sense anymore uh, yeah so then in this way like yeah if you're early in a new ecosystem you really try to build with it you have the connections you can make money but crypto in overall I don't think it grows because uh, it's
2: similar with mobile phones right bacon right like there's um there's there's iPhone and Android and for a while like you're either making apps for iPhone or you're making apps for Android and if you're going to you're going to do both then you need to have two t- two different engineering teams but now like there are a lot of great tools out there that make it so you could have one team and build for both like you can make a game in Unity it exports to iPhone and it exports to Android um, you could make an app in React Native and it'll export to both yeah right with some with some slight adjustments, yeah. um, so eventually the tooling will catch up, right to the point where you can export your DAP to Terra, to Solana, to you no, know, I don't, I don't think it's places. the, I don't think it's the
0: the tech stacks. Um, I think, for example, right now UBM stack, blossom awesome stack, totally fine, right? There's big enough, you know. Exposure user base developers for, for both. Um, good argument for both. But even within those individual stacks, like within the EVM stack, the same EVM power user on Yeast doesn't know the EVM, like new innovations on the Aurora. It's just so disconnected. Mm. Um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's mm. very weird. Like, um, And the stuff that's there's tons of stuff cool that's being built on all kinds of other chains um, in all kinds of ways, but pretty much, they like, the Tomb thing, They it was cool, but Tomb, because it's so closely, you know, linked to Phantom and, and all those multi-chain bridgers, like, it came and it died within four months, and then eth stablecoin people never saw it, like, a lot of stablecoin teams didn't even know about it. It's a cool thing, and it's it's kind of crazy, and if they didn't see it, general, you know, retail audience will never get to see this. So, I I don't I don't think that's a, that's a good way. Um, so I,
2: I no, definitely. So it's like things are fragmented, yeah. and there just needs to be a better way for people to learn about about things like like Google. Google was the a search. A way, like search engines w- was were the way for people to find out about different websites, and we just don't have that that similar analogy here, right? Like we have Dapper Radar, we have like different places, but
0: yeah. And uh, Luke, like back to the Solid example, I think I still haven't checked out Solid. If it were on yeast, I would have I would have tried it already. And I think there's so much like all the liquidity is on Phantom and and all the VE the DAOs are on Phantom. It's it's been even for me like I didn't want to do it. Um, and yeah. I, I imagine it has to be good tech. Like Andre Crony built it, but it's probably going to get a little bit lost. Well, I in the you, narrative.
1: I think he deleted his Twitter, so I. I don't know about the, the good tech. Yeah. Part. <laughs> so, it's, um, yeah. It's, but it's, it's funny you said that cause I, I kind of knew that I was late to it also and kind of like, I wasn't super. See, we're it. late
0: to it because there's the people that are in Phantom and in solid fast movers, like, you know, like digits, small cap, these people, they've already, they moved on from it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in there, yeah. you know, DJ house, whatever. And, like they played DAO, solid DAO, SolidX, and like Zero X DAO, whatever, all these things. it's They are already saying, oh, is it over? Meanwhile, it's, there's still power users like us who haven't even dove, dove into Solid, been following it. And then above us, there's probably like three more layers of people until we reach retail crypto. Like, when are they ever going to see Solid? <laughs> what are we building here yeah. who are we trying to onboard um,
1: when, when is retail going to even look
0: into curve you know <laughs> yeah, so yeah I don't know what's going on anymore um, wh- yeah
1: yeah no I, I I agree with that sentiment yeah. too um, yeah there's just kind of
0: too much going on like if you see the retail-facing news, like ICO analytics, etc., I don't think they, none of them, talk about solid. Um, they would much rather talk about, oh, this, like a uh, animal-backed game that uh, raced, uh Here's a cool graphic. That's understandable. Like, people, people understand that. But this, this other new, other chain thing, like even the mm-hmm. crypto people that were. Very involved, they rather skip it and focus on the retail stuff instead of diving and going into this rabbit hole, knowing it's the same group of people again that are willing to do it. Um, yeah, so I don't know, a bit of rant, but I, I while yeah, multi chain is cool, it should exist, but it's very lacking uh, for now. This stage, I would rather it be like still just ETH BSC. That was way better time for sure. I, I like, why is BSC so much worse than these new chains? Like, from a user perspective, it's not right. Like, why do we need to? I think them? my
1: what I'm trying to look for right now is like something with a little bit of hype around it already and kind of like an easy to understand narrative so like like Solana like cheap fees like just marketed real well yeah and just something that I could just take a high conviction bet in and just sit on that for 6 months or 9 months or whatever and that's kind of the main thing I'm looking for right now is a, a spell play or a luna or a um, solana and I don't I don't think you have to necessarily be in at the dead floor bottom you can be in uh already you can catch the the trend like a month or uh, sometime after and you can still make a, a lot of money off of it so like with luna like i was showing luna uh yeah. like in april and whatnot and i think i got fudded out by the the ust breaking peg but yeah you know, like there's, like I was, I was early into Luna. I was early into Solana. I was early into Polygon. I just didn't have my conviction there, and uh, yeah, I think ultimately looking for those, you know, those strong projects with the the hype
0: is what I'm searching for next. Yeah, same. I I would rather skip the second decks on the layer two EVM. On a other layer zero network, like who, who are we going to like? I can't even explain this to someone for them to buy in, and they can't even buy in, they have to bridge over to buy in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what yeah, are exactly. we doing?
0: You know, tech is cool, yeah. I'll talk about the tech, I support you, go ahead and build it. But like, who are we yeah. onboarding here? Yeah.
1: No, I've, I've kind of taken a big shift uh, recently in kind of how I look at the markets. And I think everybody has. I'm um, definitely a more macro uh, point of view. And um, yeah, I that's definitely what I want to focus more on this next cycle. Is just kind of the, the bets that I can take high concentration bets in and just sit for a little period. You yeah. got. Something that people are going to show like GME, right? And show like uh, the, the stuff that's easy to show on uh, Wall Street Bets is the, the bags I want to hold. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep. Okay, I
1: think we were. I think we rented enough now. <laughs> yeah, we rented enough.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it's just, it's a weird time. I don't In think. In terms of TBL,
2: yeah. Yep. In terms of TVL, Luke, um, like Ethereum, obviously number one. Then Terra, mm-hmm. um, which probably surprised people at one point, but now it's not surprising anymore. Um, and then, then Finance Smart Chain, and then Avax, and then then Phantom. Phantom comes ahead of Solana. It yeah. comes ahead of Solana. It comes ahead of Polygon. And that, that actually surprised me. Um, so they have a, they have around, um, I think, half the TVL of Terra.
1: I think that's a little bit because... Or I think that's because of their vampire attacks on these other chains, though, isn't it? Hmm. Um, if I pull up Defi Llama, I don't think we saw that same uh, scene... Like in early January, I think it was kind of like uh, the second week of January onward is kind of when we got the announcement that, um, or definitely early January, it was when we got the announcement that Danny and um, Andre are going to be building over on FTM, and then that's when they announced uh, Solidly and how the the token would get distributed to the the. I think there was a big confusion there too because I thought pe- I think people thought they were going to get airdrop tokens if they were uh, providing liquidity to Phantom, when I think it was just the the DEXs, dexes, but yeah, the, the, project the top teams. twenty yeah. calls.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I'm having a hard time pulling this up right now, but I'm really sure that was the scene. Uh, before 2022 anyways
0: yeah phantom's a really good example Um, i think i think like um on phantom it's a lot of power users they're trying to provide liquidity to participate in solid they're like trying to figure out which uh which entity to support in the solid wars similar to curve wars but who's actually trading on solid right uh, it's it's mostly farming uh if I were to guess but I, I could bring it up um and yeah like <clears throat> this use case I I just don't I just don't know if it's if it's the right idea like the tech is cool but when you're just building for the sake of building it and boosting the tvls and having people come in to supply liquidity while that liquidity is not being used. Um, What's going on anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, back to your question. I mean, uh, Phantom really had a TVL boost because uh, there was Solid, which is a very big project. Uh, They they announced, uh, okay, you can... You can, you know, move your liquidity over to the taxes and aggregators, whatever, on Phantom. Um, and then you will get Solid Airdrop. That was what they announced in February, and Solid just launched, like, two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of the biggest reason why Phantom, TBL went up a lot.
1: Yeah, in December 30, uh, just to bring up the stats, December 30th, Phantom was in 8th place and held less than 2% of the TVL. And today it holds uh, like 5% of total TVL markets. And it it sits in 5th, surpassing uh, Polygon, Tron, and Solana. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, kind of a little bit of an outside catalyst rather than uh, retail coming in. But anyways, um, I think that's probably a good spot to, uh, end today's call. Um, yeah.